Okay, good morning, Bishis Rabbi Kron. We are on Samath Dalid Ahmed Bays at the top by the new Mishnah. Um, just a disclaimer, today there's going to be some very um, intense math. Um, I've tried to I'll try to simplify it as much as possible, but for anyone who's very interested in the math, there's uh, some complex Rashis and there's some complex art scroll notes. I'm not gonna go through them just because we could be here all day going through them and still not understand them. Um, but I'll try to get to the bottom line. So starting with the Mishnah, um, So you have someone who, the way he supports his wife is through a third-party per, third person. So in essence, the wife doesn't live with him except when they're together intimately, and therefore um, he provides her financial support through somebody else who administers on her behalf. You don't give her less then two kav of wheat per week. Now keep that concept of two kav in your head, because two kav is the value of wheat that would give her enough bread for the week. Um, or four kav of barley. Four kav of barley produces just as amount, so that amount of barley produces just as amount of bread as wheat, because barley produces less, less than wheat does, so it's the same same thing. So no one would give out the, the concept of barley except for Rabbi Shmuel, because he was near Edom, and the Gemara will explain what that means. Um, so that's the that's the bread requirement. And he gives her half a cob of beans, and half a log of oil, and that oil is for both for food and for lighting, um, the kav gragros and a kav of dried fruit figs, or all or a mana of pressed figs. Um, the imain lo, and if he doesn't have these, posek lumas and peres makamach. I mean, he should give her a corresponding amount of fruits of another kind. So basically, he has to give her a certain amount of bread, a certain amount of oil, and a certain amount of fruits, whether they're figs or dates or whatever else. Um, and he gives her a bed, a soft mat and a hard mat, meaning that it's kind of like in today's day, we had typically had like a, a mattress that goes on top of some other under mattress type of thing. And he gives her some sort of head covering that she has to wear. And he gives her some sort of apron. And she has to give her shoes on each of the Shlosh Regalim. So he gives her shoes three times a year. And every year, he has to give her 50 Zuz worth of new clothing. Um, so once a year, or throughout the year, he has to give her that amount. And he doesn't give her new clothes in the summertime because the new clothing was thicker. When, he, when they first got it, it was thicker, so therefore it wasn't comfortable to wear in the summer. The low shamim or worn out clothing in the winter. Um, so basically you would get you would want to give the clothing initially in the winter when it was like full and not worn out so to benefit from the its its warmth. And then by the summer it would wear down a little bit and it would be comfortable to wear in the summer as well. He gives her the fifty gzuz of New clothing in the winter time. She continues to wear them when they wear out when it gets warmer in the summer. And she's able to keep them 
Um, even though she's going to get new clothing, she's going to be able to keep them in the Gemara. We'll explain why. Um, he also gives her a ma'a of, of silver for her own needs. Call You might want to call it like uh, walking around money, you know, petty cash or whatnot. And she would eat together with him every Friday night. So even though she's living apart from him and being supported, she would be together with him every Friday night. And that goes back to what we had learned earlier about the minimum amount of time for relations that they should get together on Friday night. So they would live together on Friday night. Um, the, and if it, if it doesn't work out that he doesn't give her this silver mana for her walking around money, um, and typically that either means that they have agreed it together or he didn't give it to her and she didn't object. She's able to keep her the, the the whatever proceeds are of her work. Typically, any proceeds that she would have belong to him. Um, but anything that you know, a certain amount, because he's not so in lieu of him giving her this amount of money, she's able to keep her her money. Umahi osila. What does she have to do for him? Mishka Yehuda. She has to spin each week the weight of five slaim of thread in Yehuda. Shehain Esser Slime Begal, which is the same amount as ten slime in the Galil, uh, because I guess the, the they had different weight systems, but in essence they were the same thing. Oh, Mishkal Esser Slime Arabi Huda, or the weight of ten slime of thread in uh, no, I did that. Did I do that already? I said that already. Um Haisa but if she's nursing, if she has a baby and she's nursing, Poskinlamasiadeha, we reduce the amount of effort she has to put in. Um, the most of is owners and you give her some more food. Um, so you give her extra. So So all these things we're talking about is what we're talking about. But Adi should be so. These are minimum requirements for someone who's very poor. Alumchuad with someone who has more means, He should give her more according to whatever his value is. Okay, great. money um, Nisan. So we just learned that that he has to give her two kav of wheat per week, and that's supposed to provide her with her basic bread requirements. So mama Nisan. So who whose opinion is this? So how do we know basically that these two kav is the right measurement? Low Rabbi Yochri ben Broka. It's not Rabbi Yochri ben Broka. Low Rabbi Shimon. It's not Rabbi Shimon. The time we learned it in Mishnah. So what is the measure of food that you have to have for an Erev Tchumim? So Erev Tchumim, if you remember, everyone has on Shabbos, you're only allowed to walk 2,000 Amos outside the city. So if you know that you have, to, you have to be somewhere else, what you can do is you can create an Erev Tchumim, where you basically create a place with bread in, that's, that's within 2,000 Amos of where you are now, and that becomes like your epicenter. So you're able to walk 2,000 Amos in each direction, from that epicenter. So you can go to your house, 2,000 Amos, and you can also go further, 2,000 Amos, from that epicenter. And what you have to put in the in that place is mazon You have to put enough food for two meals for each person who wishes to use the Erev. So therefore, so this is going to tie back to what we just said, that we have to give her a certain amount of meals. So we just said, we're talking here about the, the, the two days' worth of meals. Um, so mizona lechol, and this talks about the, the amount of food that you would do on a weekday, v'lo um, and not the food that you would have on Shabbos. Divi Rabbi Meir, that's what Rabbi Meir says. Rabbi Huda Omer He says the opposite. It's the amount of food that you have on Shabbos and on achol. This is specifically talking about bread. 
Uh, in both cases, they're trying to be lenient. That Rabbi Meir, who says you give her the amount that you do, on, you put in the, the, for the air of the amount that you do on a weekday, um, where he was, they would eat more bread on Shabbos than on the weekday. And the one who says you put in the amount of bread that you do on Shabbos, where he was, they would eat more bread on the weekday than they did on Shabbos, ostensibly because they had other, other food things. But either way, you have to put the amount of two meals on in the air of um, by the air of by the air of Tchumim. And here's where it gets fun. Rabbi Yochanan ben Brocha Omer he says, "Kikar halakuach the quantity of bread that you have to do befundan me'arba sign laseva. It has to be the amount that's necessary for a pundion when four seah of grain are purchased for a sella. So this is basically defining a two dimensional a math situation of how you calculate the amount of bread. And basically, it's saying it's a volume and it's a, and it's a value. So just to get to the bottom line, and you know, I encourage anyone who really wants to get into the math, you can either look at the, the long Rashi or you can look at note 40 in the art scroll. But basically, he, his, his net measurement is that half a kav of half a kav which is the equivalent of 12 eggs, half a kav gives you two meals. So when we say that, um, if we say that if half a kav gives you two meals, that means that um, a full kav gives you four meals, and therefore two kav gives you eight meals. So we said that the requirement of the Mishnah was for him to give her two kav. So according to this opinion, that would imply that she should get the equivalent of eight meals worth of bread. That is Rabbi Yochanan ben Broca, and that doesn't seem to jibe with what we said, and we'll explain why. Okay, now Rabbi Shimon Omer, he has a different measurement. So it's it's two thirds of a of a loaf, which are which are three to a kav. So again, it's also a bi dimensional measurement, um, and basically he nets it to be that it comes out to be, he says one meal works out to be, and again, feel free to look at the notes or the Rashi, one meal is one-ninth of a kav, right? And two me- and so therefore, two kav, right? If it's one-ninth of a kav equals one meal, two kav gives you 18 meals, right? So you have one opinion that basically says that two kikar, the, the two kikar of, um, of bread gives you eight meals, and one opinion that would say two kikar of bread gives you 18 meals. Okay? Um, now, continuing, this is just some more just some more about Rabbi Shimon's calculation. It doesn't really, it's not really too relevant to what we're saying here. But chetzi leves ha So half of that amount is the measurement that you would use about, if you, if someone goes into a house where they have tsaras, if he's there the length of time that would take him to eat half of this amount, then he, um, he becomes tame. And a quarter of that amount, that if someone eats that amount of something tame um, and they're a Kohen, they have to go to the mikvah before they're able to eat truma again. And an eighth of that amount, the kabel tumas is the amount of the minimum amount that food needs to be to give toma to other food. All right, so all those three things are just kind of. Not, not essential. But bottom line is we've just learned that Rabbi Yochanan ben Brocha says the measurement of the two kavim gets you eight meals. And Rabbi Shimon says that the measurement of the two kavim gets you 16, 18, I'm sorry, 18 meals. 
because they're for money. So whose opinion matches our Mishnah, where, which says two kav? If we want to say it's a Yochanim ben Broka, Tamnin have. He has. He says you only get eight meals, and we know during a week, seven days a week, on a, a typical day, you're supposed to have two meals. You should have fourteen meals a week. He's only giving you. He if his measurement would only give you the bread for the enough bread for eight meals. V Rabbi Shimon, if you want to say Rabbi Shimon, Tamne Sari have. You have eighteen meals. So again, you need fourteen, and you have eighteen. So neither measurement seems to align with what we say in our Mishnah. So Olam Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. We must be talking about Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. Ukhadi Amar Rav Chista, and that, that fits in with Rabbi, what Rav Chista said. What did he say? Seimhen shlish lechenvani. So we know that you know. So like we said earlier, this is a measurement of both volume and market price. So because the when someone sells it in the market, they're going to add on a certain amount for their profit. So if we factor out their profit. That means there should be a third that gets added on, right? So his eight meals, if you add on a third, it really comes up to 12, right? So um, if you take out the eight, you add a third to our eight, and now we get to 12. Okay, great, but but there's still the two kav are only giving 12, and she needs 14. So how does that work? Um, so he said that, you um, that she eats with him together on Friday night. So Now we said, you know, we we talked about the concept was he, he she eats with him Friday night, and that connects back to the original point of of times of relations that they would be together on Friday night. So maybe when it says she eats with him Friday night, it's not literally talking about eating meals. It just that's just a euphemistic way of saying that they're going to be together. But if you want to say that, you know, that really means that they're physically living together and therefore she's eating with them, then um, that might work. But what about the person who says it's not really they're eating together, they're just getting together for physical relations. How, how do you resolve this? Also, okay, you add in the one meal, now you're up to 13. She needs 14, right? So now she's gone from, so she started with eight, we added a third to get to 12, we added one for Friday night, we're up to 13. She's still short. She's still short a meal. Ella could amar Rav Maybe we want to say that this follows a different view that Rav Chista said. Say mehen lechenvani, mechsa lechenvani. Not that the that the the, um, the marketplace guy he doesn't have a profit of a third. He has a profit of fifty percent. So don't take it from eight to twelve. Um, take it and add, add 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 fifty. Don't take it from what do we say? We said take it from add a third, right? So instead of adding a third, we have to add 50%. So if we add 50%, it makes it, you know, it brings it up even higher. Um, but therefore, Kasha, the Rav Chista, the Rav Chista. So how can we say that Rav Chista says a third, the marketplace adds up a third, and the marketplace could add up a, a hundred, you know, 50%, you know, um, a, a full markup like that. Low Kasha, no, it's fine. Ha, ba'astra, the Yavit Sivi. Because there are two ways that it would work in the marketplace, right? In the marketplace, it, it would either be that when they gave you your grain, they would get they would give it to you with wood to heat it up, or maybe not. So if they gave it to you um, the wood, some places where they would give you the wood, where they gave you the wood, they had more of a markup. Where places where they gave you where they didn't give you the wood, they would give you less of a markup. So it's not it's not a contradiction in these, in his terms. Ihachi, 
shistri hadin. So now, if we say that the two kav that the husband do that does, if we say that there's this much bigger markup, now we're up to sixteen meals, and she only needs fourteen meals. Come on, so how could that be? Maybe it's kid Rav Chidka. What did Rav Chidka say? The Amar Arba Sudas Chayev Adam Lechol B'Shabbos. That a person has to have four meals on Shabbos. So if he has four meals on Shabbos, that means that she doesn't need. Um, maybe she don't, she needs more meals because she has these extra two meals that are needed on Shabbos. So Gemara answers Afila Tema the Rabbanan. Um, that maybe what it's talking about is that, is that it follows the Rabbanan. That what did they say? Dal Chadal Arche Uparche. That she also has to have a meal um, that would apply to to guests. So bottom line is that she would need typically would need um, fourteen meals, right? We said maybe she needs fifteen meals because he says you need this extra meal on Shabbos, and you get the sixteen meals by adding in the one meal that's there for guests. So that's kind of the calculation. Hashad asislahaki. Now that you've gone through all these, you know, all this to get to fifteen meals. Maybe this also works according to Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon was the one who said, two kav, we said one ninth of a one ninth of a um of a kav, one ninth one ninth of a kav is a meal, therefore two kav equals eighteen meals. So Maybe what we say is that you know give three meals for guests. So therefore it's the same thing. So we're basically saying that she needs um, 15 meals between the 14 for the regular plus the extra Shabbos. And then we add, in this case, three meals for her to feed any guests. So according to Rav Shimon, this whole marketplace mark, um, up, upcharge doesn't exist. Doesn't exist, right? Because he already went to 18 meals. Yeah. So Rav Chitka, So according to Rav Chitka, who says a person has to, um, who has to eat four meals, and therefore she needs 16 meals for herself, you have two meals for the long for the guests. So bottom line is that um, the way so 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 what we did is we said, all right, there's two so we're trying to get to how do how do we say that you need two kavim? Two kavim, what does it equate to? So according to the first opinion, it was eight meals. According to the second opinion, it was eighteen meals. So what we did with the first opinion, it was first we added in the markup. So when you get the markup in there, it either gets you to um, twelve or sixteen. So once you get twelve or sixteen, then um, how do you then reconcile the two together? So you either could say maybe you add one for the um, when she's going to be together with him Friday night. Maybe you, add, you you take away you add in a higher markup. Maybe you account for guests. But either way, they're able to reconcile to the first opinion that way. In the second opinion, they would reconcile by saying um, she needs fourteen or fifteen or sixteen, however you want to figure it out. She's getting eighteen. Whatever extra she's getting is really to feed guests. Okay, so that's that's the the math for today. Um, if any, again anyone who's interested in going into it more depth, I would encourage you to look at the Art Scroll. Art Scroll has some very good yet complicated notes, and you'll need you know um, graph paper and all sorts of other tools to figure it out. But for now, I think you know um, you can you can read those notes or go through Rashi. Okay, Amar Yosi Lo Pasik Saorin. So we said in our Mishnah, no one gave her um, barley. Except for Rabbi Yishmael, who was near Edom. So, what's the significance of that? Like, what what is that? What's the what's the benefit? Why why what does him being near Edom have to do anything with barley? Is it only in Edom that people eat barley? People have barley all over the world. They eat barley everywhere else. So, why do we make this qualification when it comes to um, 
uh, comes to Rabbi Yishmael that he was the only one who did barley because he was near Edom. Hachi Kamer, this is what it really means. Lo pasak sa'orim kiflin bechitin. No one would give her. So he said, you know, you get two kavim of wheat or you get four kavim of barley. So they would only give the double amount of barley, the four kavim, by Rabbi Yishmael. Elu Rabbi Yishmael she'esam lecha Edom. He would do it because he was near Edom. Because the, the the barley near Edom was of poorer quality, and therefore you would need twice as much in order to get the same amount. So it's not that everywhere you would give twice as much barley, you would only do that by Rabbi Shmuel because of uh, the quality and getting the right output as a result. And we give her half a kav of beans um, and other things. Um, we said oil, we said figs or dates or fruits. But the Mishnah doesn't say that we give her any wine. Um, so is that appropriate not to give her any wine? That follows the, the view of Rabbi Eliezer, the Amr Rabbi Eliezer, going to Samachay on the top. You don't give a woman a, um, a um, allowance of wine. Um, so the you know the reason would be that you know especially in a situation where the woman is living apart from the husband you don't give her wine because it might lead to inappropriate behaviors. Im Tomer, if you want to quote the pasuk that says Elcha Achrei Mahovai Nosti Lachbi Omeimi Tzamri Apishti Shavni Vishikuyai, I'll go after the you know my paramours those who give me bread and water my wool my linen my oil and my drinks. That talks that um, that would that imply that a woman would require would require wine. Um, so it said, when it uses the word shikuyai, which means drinks, it doesn't necessarily mean wine, but mishtokekes means, um, it means, doesn't mean wine, but it means something a woman mishtokekes, something that a woman yearns for, not necessarily wine. What are we talking about? Takshitin, jewelry, or cosmetics. So it doesn't necessarily, this puzzle doesn't necessarily prove that the woman desires wine, it just says that she desires these things, and, and the term isn't necessarily wine, it might be other things. So, Darish of Yehuda, Ish Kfar Nevira, so Yehuda of Kfar Nevira said, Armele Ish Kfar Nefar Chayel, and some say it was Rav Yehuda of Kfar Nefar Chayel, Minayin She'ein Poskin Yenos Isha. how do we know that we don't give this allowance of wine to a woman? Shene'emar, Vatakam Chana, Achrei Acha, Bishilav, Achrei Shiso. So, Chana um, got up from the meal, after she ate and after he drank. So the way the, the, the words are using, it's after they after they ate and after he drank. It's a chasso, he does it in the masculine. Um, so that means chasso, velo chasso. That means that he drank and she didn't drink. So the Gemara question says, elam at achlavo achlachinami. But then it does, it, it, when it says she ate, um, does that imply that he did not eat? So you know it, you can't have it both ways. You can't say that because the the the, the way the words are conjugated, it uh, suggests that he ate, she ate, and he drank. Maybe maybe is it possible that she ate and he only drank? Um, it, we don't do this because we say that it changed the way the the verbiage was was being used typically. So ve'ati. Uh, that we're dealing with Chana, and when it talks about Chana, it says that she got up. Um, so my time is Shani. What is the reason that it changed and it dealt with um, the, the, the it dealt with her drinking? So why does it go through? 
what is it um what are the words organized in such a way that it kind of changes the the tense of it not really, not really the tense but ten, ten, changes the gender midway we learn that although they both ate together he drank and she did not drink so bottom line is that this seems to prove that a woman doesn't um, get a stipend of wine um, next time we'll get go into a little bit more of this but for now we'll stop um, everyone should have a wonderful day and we'll pick up Mirza Hashem next week with Daf Samit Samachay